watched a movie and you just notice the, the emotion that is tied to the music that's playing in the background. Like one of the most iconic soundtracks ever made is actually the soundtrack to the 1976 um, big hit, and it was actually Rocky. Anybody remember this? Starring Sil Sylvester Stallone, Sly. It was about a small-time Philly boxer who gets a rare chance to fight the World Heavyweight Championship. And I remember as a child watching this movie, and embedded in my memory is the inspiring training montage. Anybody remember that? Yeah. Well, actually, I want to make sure that you remember it, so I'm actually going to show it to you. All right? So go ahead. Let's take a look. iconic. I remember, um, I remember as a child when Rocky would play on TV every now and then, and we recorded it on our VCR. And if you don't know what a VCR is, it's okay. You don't know what you missed. <laughs> Just Google it. But we watched this movie over and over and over. And each time after this montage, I was so inspired as a little boy, I would actually begin to do push-ups in the living room, training. And then after the movie was over, I would actually run around the block, training, just like Rocky, with that soundtrack playing in my head, gonna fly now, and it sounded just like that.
the soundtrack, it was empowering because after the soundtrack played, we got to see Rocky turned into an unstoppable force. And wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if we all had that soundtrack just playing in our heads all the time, just playing in the background as we got up in the morning, you know, when we were brushing our teeth, getting strong now, driving to work or school, you know, cooking dinner, working hard now, putting the kids to bed, gonna fly now. <laughs> yeah, the soundtrack that we live our life to, it can actually make a huge difference in our lives, what's, play, what's playing in our head and how we experience, it can affect how we experience life, which is why today we're going to start a new series and it is actually called Soundtracks. And this series, it was actually inspired by a book that I recently read. I, I recommend it. It's by the same name. It's called Soundtracks by John Acuff. And in this series, we're actually going to ask this important question, and it's maybe more important than we could ever know. And that question is simply, what's playing in your head? What's, my, what's playing in my head? Like, what are the thoughts that we have playing on repeat in our head, in your head, in my head? What is our self-talk like? What repeats in our minds? And is it good for us or is it poisoning us? So during this series, we're going to actually discover the power of our thoughts. And we're going to start out 2024 like Rocky, training for a fight, right? Because we, we know that this year is going to be a doozy. You don't have to be a prophet to know that this is an election year and it's all going to come out again, okay? So, but I don't want you to be caught unaware for what 2024 will bring and how we can overcome in 2024. We want to bring the mind of Christ this year, right? And look, the new year is a perfect time to actually take inventory of our thought life, good and bad. Because for many of us, if, look, if we're honest with ourselves, there are places in our life that when we think of ourselves in those places, when we see ourselves in our mind's eye in those situations, we're not confident in singing gonna fly now. For a lot of us, as we work our way through our days and through you know, hour by hour, we don't have that soundtrack, the Rocky soundtrack in our head. Maybe we don't have any soundtrack at all. Or worse, what if you do have a soundtrack, but it's the wrong soundtrack? Let's play that scene back, but with a different soundtrack. Go ahead and roll it, guys. So maybe your soundtrack sounds a little bit like this. You're just going day after day, just the ground, just running all the time. Never seems to let up. And you feel that. It's just the repetitiveness over and over. Just life happens again and again. And it just seems like you're just counting the days until the next thing happens just taking punch after punch in life just trying to endure just trying your best to push out the person that you know you're supposed to be just pounding against life over and over just running the race of life and it just seems like it's never gonna end no matter how much you run no matter how good you try to be the stairs of life just continue 
over and over. And as sometimes you actually get to the top, even then, everything seems hazy and gray, celebration short and mundane. You feel small in life, even though you know that you're meant for more. Don't raise your hand, but I just got to ask, can any of us relate to that soundtrack? Isn't it crazy how much power there is in a soundtrack? Like that what was playing in the background changed so much about that scene. And can I propose to you that the same applies to us? That what plays in the background of our heads can greatly determine how we feel about our lives, how we live our lives. I mean, it could be the same life as somebody else, but the thoughts in our heads can change everything. Where our internal dialogue makes life dull, even depressing. And for some of us, it's not just a section of our life that sound like that. It's the entirety of our lives where our soundtrack is the wrong soundtrack. We're negative and Unwanted thoughts, they just continually play in the background of our minds over and over, robbing us of the life that God challenges us to live, the life that he created us to live. Where the challenges and storms of life, there's something to overcome, not live in, because he lives big on the inside of us. But if we're going to live that life, a life of victory, I, just a fulfilling life, a, a life of purpose and hope, then we are going to have to make sure that we have the right soundtrack playing. In fact, Proverbs spells it out in a way that is extremely clear. And this is actually going to be the theme verse for this whole series that we begin the year with. And it's Proverbs 23. And it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As we think in our heart, the Bible says that's who we become. It doesn't get more clear than that. But this presents an issue for, for some of us. In fact, all of us, because all of our thoughts are, com- are constantly bombarded with negative messages, like on a daily basis. We're exposed to a ton of information all grappling for our attention, influencing our thoughts from social media to news outlets to advertisements, even the people that we inter- have to interact with. There are even things that people said to you and to me years ago, decades ago, that still play on repeat in our head. And this is where we have to change our soundtracks because Proverbs is clear. What you think about yourself, that's what you're going to be. And it's easy, look, to give up and say, look, Micah, I can't control my thoughts. I mean, seriously, they just pop into my head. I don't know where they come from, and then they disappear just as quickly. But I can't help. I can't help it. I can't control what pops into my head. And actually, that's a really good point. And, And to be honest, you're correct. You cannot control the thoughts that pop into your head. But years ago, a mentor of mine used to quote an old proverb that Martin Luther used to say, and it says, you cannot prevent the birds from flying over your head, 
but you can certainly prevent them from building a nest in your hair. Look, let me set you at ease for just a second. We all have negative thoughts, thoughts that are destructive. I have them as well. We all do. But the question is this, what do we do with them? Because when we don't understand their power to shape our lives and we let those soundtracks play over and over, we let them build a nest in our hair. And that's when thoughts have power. Not when they just pop into our heads. Think about it like this, okay? The thoughts that just pop into your head, those are powerless. That's not when they have power. But it's the thoughts that we put on repeat in our lives that shape our lives. As a man thinks, in other words, it's the thoughts that you continue to think that actually shape your life. And if we let them stay and just play on repeat, when we do that, they actually direct our emotions, they direct the decisions that we make, they direct the, the, the direction of our life. They're a driving factor in shaping our lives. And not only shaping our lives, because we all know that the shape of our lives also impacts other people's lives. Our soundtracks impact our families as well. So I wanna to speak to the parents for just a second. Lean in, because this is really important for us parents. Because parents that habitually engage in negative thinking and behaviors, when we do this, we actually model these patterns for our children. Yeah, but Micah, I don't share those negative thoughts. I mean, I keep thinking about them, but I keep them to myself. But the problem with that is this, that we can teach our children what we know, but we will reproduce who we are. Unfortunately, this is true. That our kids are going to adopt similar attitudes and approaches in their own relationships and in their own life challenges as we, their parents, actually model for them. Parents, we got to be, we have to be careful because a family environment filled with negativity, it could be very harmful to children and students. And if we're not aware, then we're never going to know until they're actually older and it begins to manifest itself. And you're like, where did that come from? Because children, even very young children, even before they speak, are highly, in, are highly sensitive to the emotional tone of their home. And for some of us, we got it honestly as well. Because a lot of times the way that we think is a result of how we were conditioned as children to think by those who raised us. And, and look, we all know this is true. How many of us, as we grew older, we stopped and we said, wait a minute, I sound just like my mom. I sound just like my dad. Yeah, we all have. It lies dormant until we're confronted with the same situation that our parents modeled for us. And then when that situation happens for us, we act out that soundtrack that they unknowingly taught us. And we talk like them and we act like them. Even if it's irrational, even if logically we know that it's toxic. And look, no judgment on them because they probably picked it up from their parents' soundtrack as well. So you can't blame them. But if we can be aware and we can change our soundtrack, we can actually break the cycle with our families. And if we can do that, what if we could actually, instead of just pushing through the grind of life and reproducing the soundtracks that were passed down to us, what if 
What if we could channel our inner spiritual Rocky and conquer each day with the same determination and drive, and we could break the cycles of negativity that have been passed down? Well, that's what this whole series is all going to be about. And God's word actually has a lot to say about the power of our thoughts and how we can use them to build deeper, more meaningful lives and serve God with those lives. So we want to start today with a guy named Daniel. Now, Daniel was a Hebrew that had been taken captive by the Persian Empire. And when he was captured, Daniel and and his friends, they were trying their best to stay faithful to God in a culture and in a land that was completely foreign to them. They were doing their best to keep their hearts and their minds pure in this culture. And so after Daniel gets gets captured, he begins to pray. And as we'll see, he's struggling with his thoughts. So in chapter 10, an angel appears to Daniel and gives him a message from God. And the angel says this. He says, do not be afraid, Daniel, because that's what angels say when they show up. And he says, and he continues, since the first day that you set your mind. So the angels recognized that Daniel had to set his mind. In other words, Daniel was very intentional as to what he was allowing himself to think. He was intentional as to his soundtrack at this point in his life. And what was he intentional to set his mind to do? to gain understanding and to humble himself before God. And then the angel says, your words were heard and I've come in response to them. So let's put ourselves in Daniel's shoes for just a minute. So far, it would seem like life had not been very easy for Daniel. His nation is conquered, attacked and conquered by an outside force. He is taking hostage away from his family. We don't know if, if, if they were killed or if they were being held somewhere else, but now they're trying to indoctrinate him and brainwash him into their ways, which are not God's ways. And so he's trying to understand. He's probably angry at his captors, I would imagine, maybe even God, we don't know. But regardless, he has set his mind to not only understand what's going on, But evidently, he's also struggling with trusting God, pride, because he's had to set his mind to stay humble before God. The fact that he had to set his mind to these things gives us a glimpse as to some of the things that he was struggling with in this moment. Because rarely are we intentionally about things that we don't struggle with, right? We don't have to set our minds to use our turn signals. It's just automatic. Well... For some of us, it is automatic. No, it's the things that we struggle with, the things that we're concerned with that we have to set our minds to. It's road rage. Like, I am not going to yell at this idiot that's in front of me. No, Micah, be intentional. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I have to set my mind. Daniel had to set his mind to figure out what's going on and to humble himself in the middle of this horrible, horrible thing that's happening to him. And whatever he does evidently works because an angel shows up with, an, with a message from God about Daniel's future and the future of his people. Now, I'm not going to go into the message that the angel brought because that's not what today is all about. That's not what I want to focus on today. Today, I would like to focus on how. 
How was he able to set his mind, to set his mind to the point that things happen in the supernatural? Like he got answers to his prayers in a huge way, like an actual angel shows up and gives him a message from God. So how do we know? How was he able to set his mind, to set his soundtrack? Well, if we rewind a little bit back to when Daniel was first captured by the Babylonians, when he was first captured, their plan was they went through the, all the Hebrews and they find the most handsome and smartest men and they, were, they tried to brainwash them to think like them. So they start to teach them their language. They start to teach them their, their literature, their culture. And so the king also assigns them a specific diet, specific foods and drink to drink. And we're not sure if it was non-kosher or why it was, but for some reason, Daniel felt like it would be wrong to eat this particular food in this culture and in this environment. And so in Daniel 1.8, Daniel, he resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And so he asked the chief officials for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel, okay? So then Daniel said to this guard, he said, please test us for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. So what Daniel is doing here is he is asking if he can go on a fast. Now, fast is just where you abstain from all or some, in Daniel's case, some food for a period of time. And so after 10 days with nothing but fruit and vegetables and water, they looked healthier and stronger than all the other people, all the other uh, people that were captured. So they were able to continue on this fast that has, been known, has come to be known as the Daniel fast. Daniel understood something, something from his culture, something from a physical and spiritual practice that could help him set his mind that we're going to discover today, help him set the right thoughts, help him change his soundtrack. And that is this, that when we say no to our bodies, it actually sharpens our minds. It helps us set our minds on the things that we want to be thinking. And just like Daniel, it helps us shed the things that we don't want to think and actually set our minds on the things that we do want to think. This is how Daniel set his mind on things above. Okay, so we, we say no, no to our bodies. It sharpens our minds so that we can change our soundtrack. In other words, when we fast, one of the incredible effects it has is it sharpens our minds so that we can change our soundtracks. And yes, this is something that's been proven physically and mentally. Scientific studies have proven this, but there's also something very spiritual that happens when we do it while sharpening our minds and spirits with the word of God and with prayer. You see, when we fast along with prayer and worship and the word, we can allow our soundtrack to flip the switch on the lies of the enemy in our lives.